2: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell, the show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky.
0: They rob, oh. Beckett,
1: what? and Josh, oh. Whitcomb. There you go. Nice that is Stanley. Stanley. His parents, you may remember, Rob, friends of the show, uh, were the parents who failed to clean their Munchkin 360. <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah, any new listeners, check that Munchkin out. Check your Munchkin out. You can clean them. Uh, Stanley's now one and a half... And, Rob, you'll be distraught to know that that is a video and he's wearing a Barcelona kit, unlike oh, your job. Oh, I'm jealous.
0: So jealous. There's two kits upstairs.
1: Oh, two unused kits. I carried them round on a pub crawl. Did you?
0: Yeah, because I got them on the pub crawls. I thought I won't go back past that shop. I, you know, like, when you're pissed and you have to remember something and you really cradle it because you know that you will just forget it. I, I reckon I've lost every umbrella I've ever taken out. Oh, an umbrella is a complete write-off. Give it up. <laughs> It's just not possible. Just launch it. As soon as it stops raining, pick it up and just launch it into the road. Yeah, not a hope. What's your your week been like, Josh? Yeah, fine. Fine. Um, Enjoyed filling in my census. Oh, Lou did that for me. I didn't even do mine.
1: God knows what you put. Uh, Yeah, well, it was interesting, Rob, because it asked me to describe my job, and I wrote the word podcasting at one point. And I thought, blowing in a hundred years, they will be looking at that, going, "What the hell was that?"
0: Well, do you know what, what's funny? I, I was tempted just to completely line the census so that when they do, like, "Who do you think you are in a hundred years' time?" And if someone <laughs> I'm related to becomes famous, so we're like, "This wacky chap lived on his own in, <laughs> 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 and he did that, and just, but I didn't Lou did it
1: because she's sensible. Um, I've got big news from Nursery Rob. Oh yeah, go on. Can we get some sexy uh, music underneath, please? Oh, You can't have sexy music for the nursery, mate. You can, because it's news about Saren. Oh, thank God. Saren, the absolutely hot nursery worker. Yeah, the hot French guy. Do you think he could get any hotter? Well, dear parents, this was the email I received on Wednesday. I'm writing to let you know that very sadly, our lovely Saren is going to be spreading his wings and flying the nest soon. Saren. This is unbelievable has been headhunted by an independent skate school (laughs) and offered a position as a freelance skateboarding teacher working with young children in Hackney. Oh, my God. I mean, that's a dream job for Siren, isn't it? (laughs) Isn't it? So he's a skateboarding teacher. He's been headhunted. He's now a skateboarding teacher to children in Hackney. (laughs) He's the dream man, Rob. What is the demand for a skateboarding teacher in Hackney? Well, enough for that. He's quit this job. Wow, good luck to him. Good luck to him. He'll be the next Tony Hawk. I watched a documentary on Tony Hawk on Saturday night. <laughs>
0: yeah, everything okay. You're all
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> what you happened what? to the blur one? Where at the tape? No, we wanted to watch the documentary. Wait, you uh, watched Rose? Yeah, she used to work in a skate shop. When she was uh, younger, so she had a vested oh. interest. Did you like
0: Jackass? Did you ever watch Jackass together? <laughs> yeah, she, I love She Jackass. used to go out
1: with Steve O, actually. <laughs>
0: no, Joe did. You know did? Stacy Solomon. What? Stacy Solomon met Steve O on the jump,
1: and they dated for about a year. And then she got off with Joe Swash. What a double! Wow. Wow. Steve-O is going to make absolute mincemeat of her cupboards. All her sorted cupboards. Oh, Steve-O's not going to stand it. that.
0: Imagine Steve-O seeing a bag of crisps on a peg. He'd
1: call them potato <laughs> chips anyway, but he wouldn't He wouldn't suffer that. I once watched one where he was in a buggy going across a bumpy desert or field or whatever, Yeah, having a tattoo. That's not the kind of guy
0: that's going to respect a jar with spaghetti written on it.
1: <laughs> He'll put penne in there. He'll put penne in there. I watched a documentary on Tony Hawk. Anyway, I don't it had nothing on it, Rob. It just came out. All you said right. Tony Hawk. I thought, well, that's a coincidence. Yeah, I like. I like. To, I used to play the computer game. He kept using the word rad, and he's in his fifties. I thought that was unacceptable. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think he might be Nunu Tim Westwood.
1: <laughs> I've got one story from this week,
0: which is quite sweet and sad at the same time. My okay. daughter keeps coming back from school. They get lunch at school, but they have a snack box thing. And we put yeah. in it like an innocent smoothie and like a little yeah. pack of like biscuit things. that Aren't proper biscuits, but like healthy biscuits. Anyway, she keeps coming back and she's not eating them. And like a yogurt as well. I was like, You're not hungry, don't you want it? And then she, she came back about four days in a row not eating it. We didn't think anything of it. And then on the fourth day, I said, don't you like eating that? You're not hungry at break time. She went, I am, but I just can't open it. And she's not been able to open <laughs> the food. or put, and, and she's not allowed to ask her friends to help because of COVID and all the, the teachers. Oh, my God. Oh, that is heart
1: heartbreaking.
0: I know. But, oh, bless her. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm sure she'll be fine. It'll be one of those things where the kid goes, oh, yeah, I can open it and doesn't doesn't think about it ever again. But as a yeah. parent, you're, like, weeping inside and start thinking about, how can I break in so I can op- put that straw in her smoothie?
1: Oh, that's heartbreaking, Rob. I know, bless her. Um. Do you want some emails? Yeah, but... How to help Josh with his naming dilemma. Uh, firstly, uh, excellent job with the podcast. I count down the days to each new show. And as a new dad of a seven-month-old twins, it's keeping me just about sane. Oh, my God. Jesus
0: Christ, uh, mate. Also, you know, every episode, the kids will be a week older. Yeah, you know I mean, so it's like you're getting, you're just getting through it. Yeah. But I don't think you should get through it. I've looked at a photo of my daughter when she was about four months old. I literally had no recollection of that day whatsoever.
1: It look like I've been kidnapped. I. It's like it's PTSD with a kid on the horizon, Rob. I keep yeah. thinking back to like, so what was it? And I have no memory of that first period. I remember the colic. I remember the screaming and listening to Mellow Magic, the uh, late night magic radio station. While yeah. trying to get her to stop screaming, which might have been the problem in the first place.
0: The problem is, you won't have this podcast to listen to. I won't have this podcast to listen to because those other people can listen to this rather than magic. I am and it, hear about it all going wrong for other people, but you're the you're just constantly going wrong for you, and you talk about it going wrong, and you never get the payoff, Josh. I, in, in a way, Rob, I'm
1: quite like excited wrong. about what this podcast is going to be like over the summer. I cannot fucking wait. You know, like when a band's released one good album and then you hear that the second album is actually better. That's what oh, yeah. that's the summer we're heading into. We've released our this podcast has done its one good year. But I, I get the feeling, touch wood, that it is about to enter absolute carnage for me, which will be entertaining. And I am praying for the hottest summer on record, <laughs> coupled with
0: replacement parts for air conditioning units to be stuck in a customs
1: nightmare <laughs> at Calais. I'm. I've decided I'm going to record lots of voice notes as it's going on because I'm not sure yes, I'm going to remember it all. So each each Tuesday and Friday I'll just play some voice notes to try and rebuild my week in front of you.
0: Yes, and then we can we can work through it and see how we can help. Yeah. Um. So, go what's with the name situation?
1: This is Guy with twins. Oh uh, yeah. The reason I'm writing is to help Josh with naming his new baby. Myself and my wife had the same arguments before the arrival of mine. We haven't had any arguments. Thank you very much. <laughs> My wife discovered an app called Kinder, which is basically Tinder for baby names.
0: Well, like spelled like the egg.
1: Yeah, spelt like the egg. Okay. We downloaded it each and linked our profiles. It creates a list of names from all of your matched likes. Oh, that's good. That's nice, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And then, it, then it's not a discussion; it's just totally separate thinking.
1: Because what I worry about the modern world, Rob, is that there's too much chatting and not enough time spent on phones. So it's great to take this beautiful moment away from from personal chat. Yeah, forget talking together, just communicate online. Yeah, and then why don't we bring the... If there's an app which we could bring the baby up with, that would be ideal as well.
0: Yeah, If there's an app that could take my wife to dinner. That'd be great. <laughs> but let, let's let clarify: it isn't
1: Tinder for kids. It's it's not Tinder for kids.
0: Um, it's kinda no, It's Tinder for kids' names. I just want to make clear that you're not expected to, you know, slide into the DMs of children to hook up for a walk. That is not <laughs> what we're going for. We just want to get the names nailed
1: down, isn't it, Josh? Yes, that is a hundred percent. Just make that, just make make that clear. very clear. Yeah. Okay, hi Josh and Rob, love the podcast. I thought I'd let you know we picked our baby names. During lockdown one, we found out we're expecting babies. Yes, babies, twins, identical. Oh my God. We often struggle to agree on names. Almost all of mine got thrown out early doors using the veto rule, Milo and Casper, as did his girl suggestions. Chelsea after his football team. No way. No, no, no. Not no, at all. No.
0: no, thank you. Milo and Casper sounds a bit like, you know when the World Cup or the Olympics has mascots and they're like weird little cartoon characters? <laughs>
1: Milo, Milo and
0: Casper. It sounds like they're, one's a, a, a running spike and one's, one's the track. And then he lays down and the other Milo runs over Casper.
1: Um, my husband is so certain that the babies are going to be boys that he doubles down. I get to choose the girl's names, he gets <gasps> to choose the boy's names. Wow, that is that is a high-risk game. I don't think you, I think you've got to have something you're both happy with. I don't think you can be gambling. Scan day comes. I asked the scan technician to write down the genders because lockdown means I'm alone. We open the envelope at home. It's two girls. Obviously, my husband then wanted to open a second round of negotiations. <laughs> of
0: course he did. Article 50's drop mate Gutted
1: <laughs> Theresa May crying handing in her resignation You fucked it I had already ordered Personalised hats With their names on Just in case They were girls Oh so what did they go for? Very nice names Poppy and Violet Were the names
0: Poppy and Violet's Much nicer Milo and Casper Sound like a pair Of annoying YouTuber twats <laughs> Hey, Milo and Casper here. So, I've got this great new drone and uh, let's see how far we can fly it before it crashes into the sea. (laughs) Shut up, Milo. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. um i um i've got a question here as well we when we picked our names we picked them before the child was born um are you doing that or are you going to wait
1: till to see the baby josh we are going to do that though we that doesn't imply that we've moved any closer to it in recent weeks
0: I want to know: Has anyone decided the baby's name once the baby's been born, and then regretted it? Because at that moment, the, the the woman's obviously exhausted and isn't thinking right. She's flooded with pain and hormones, and sometimes gas and air or epidurals, and you know that that, that is not a great. Like. If you're making a decision on something, if you took away the fact a child was being born and you felt like you did after giving birth and someone said, what do you want for dinner tonight? You go, oh, leave it out. I can't think now. But for some reason, you pick the most important decision of your life in that moment. So people must have regretted the names they gave their kid and then did they keep it with regret or did they change the name like a week later after deciding when the baby was born? Because you're not thinking straight, surely, Josh. No,
1: I agree. I think um, I want to get it done, Rob. Yeah. I'm a doer. You're an efficiency guy. Get it ticked off. <laughs> yeah, because the baby doesn't look like a thing when they when they're born. It doesn't matter. Like I want to know. I'd love to get emails in. Longest you know, people who've gone without the name. I I know people that have gone two weeks. Two weeks. That's a long old time. Yeah. I I just I just want to get on with it then. No, get, just
0: name it. Let's go. Let's let's keep this moving. <laughs> Josh, it's time for our guest.
1: Um, it's the one and only Tom Parry. Uh we recorded this one um, a while ago, yes. Rob, but we had some technical problems with my record, which we finally fixed. Yes. So this, which is, it's been like gutting because it's genuinely been, it was one of the best interviews it's, we've ever done. It's, it's absolutely fa- brilliant.
0: I'd say it's one, I'd say it's my favourite because it's a real moment in time interview where Tom's child's very, very young. And this is Tom Parry. And he's, uh, he's brilliant and so energetic and funny anyway, Tom. But also, they are so deep in the early stages of a new first child where they're doing mad things through the night. And you'll hear his schedule in a minute. But I loved it because it really, and he thinks his life's normal. But he will look back and realise how insane right. his schedule is. But um, at the, it is so refreshing hearing
1: someone think what they're doing is fine. <laughs> We've got a lot of people that I want to rebook to see how it's getting on. Yes, and, uh, and yes. Tom would be right at the top of the list. I wonder whether when we when do we turn a year old? Maybe we should do a few anniversary recap yes because
0: i think we need to speak to daisy may cooper again because she has two yeah. children now which would be great especially for you with your second on the way oh yeah and i think we need to speak to Alison is izzy yeah if there's anyone else you think we should um check in on let us know but we've um this is a great this tom parry episode and we've got some other great ones in the can to, so yeah we've got some excellent ones coming up but um yeah this is a cracker and yeah it's a, it's one of my faves hello tom parry
3: hey dudes. how you doing Good. How are you? Oh, well, am I the new? Am I the newest parent you've had on? I'm six weeks into being a parent. Oh yes, you are. Yes, yeah, so here I am. Yes, yeah, so I, I haven't. Li- I've got to admit, I haven't listened to the podcast because I've. I'm, I have just become a parent, so it didn't apply to me for yeah, until now. Um, so yeah, I've just come off my. I've got. I'm on night shift at the moment, so I had. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a six-week-old daughter. I had her till five. And then I woke up about half an hour ago, so this feels like it feels like it's eight o'clock in the morning for me. Right, right now. So, what are you
1: doing in the early hours of the morning for those night films? I I
3: did, (laughs) I did the Tom Hanks Da Vinci Code trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely scraping the bow. The first, I don't know, (laughs) I don't, I don't know if you guys are the same, but like when, when, when my, my daughter's called Gloria when she first came along. I was like, I'm gonna watch all the best films with you. I'm gonna talk you through all the best films. It's gonna be like rediscovering cinema. So I sat for the first week watching my favourite films, but by now I've just run out of films to show her. So it's just any old shit. We'll stick any old shit on. So what's Gloria doing when you're watching these films? She sleeps. But she uh, like she sleeps really well on someone at the moment. And it's like, and it's like we can put her in this, we've got this beside me cot, and we can put her in that, but we get less. Uh, like Jane gets less sleep because yeah. she's, she know, she's up and down. So instead, like I get a bit, I get three hours kip in the evening. And then I kind of get into this, like, night shift. And then, then, like, every three or four hours, I take her up for a feed and come back down. But I am absolutely loving it. I feel like a student again because it's like I'm just (laughs) staying up all night. You can eat whatever you like and watch. It's like four o'clock in the morning and you're like, I'm going to bang on a Kevin Costner film. You just think, oh, I haven't done this. I haven't done this since university. (laughs) Oh, God. absolutely loving it.
1: Right, let's let's be clear. What hours are you keeping? I want to know your shift pattern.
3: <laughs> I, like t- about half, 10, 11 till five. That's kind oh, yeah. of the shift on. So I get three hours before that. I go to bed at about seven, get as much sleep as I can in the <laughs> evening. Then I get up at about 10. Then I'm on the night shift. I try and get through till five. <laughs> Yeah. And then, well, I, 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 how are he's so happy. To oh a terrible I, life. I'm so I'm so sleep deprived. I feel like I'm on drugs. It's like I feel like I feel like it's the final day of Glastonbury. It's just like every day, every day it's just has got like this gentle hum to it, where I feel like I'm like slightly buzzing off my face because I just haven't had any sleep. It's amazing. And then the other thing I do is I watch BT Sports. I I really want to work on a show that's like New Dad Sport Report. I ended up watching the other day. I cried at an Australian rules football game. I didn't know who was playing, I didn't know who was playing, but it was just like, I don't know the rules of the game. It's like there was like a last minute win, and it was just like, Oh wow, the magic of sport, (laughs) Glow, Gloria. This is what live sport's all about. It's just like, I didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. It's amazing. (laughs) when she sleeps she's just fast asleep and i just talked to her i don't know if you remember the early days because you're how old are yours now how old you're five and three she's three you're you're through this bit aren't you because like this bit tom this
1: isn't a normal thing that all parents go through we're not all sat up watching fast and furious (laughs) till 5am
3: yeah there's a critical phase where i've got one of those donut pillows well, Jane has. It's one of Jane's donut pillows. There's been several occasions now where Gloria – because, like, I, I, I've got, like um, – I, I, I've put on a lot – I mean, I, I'm always a bit overweight, but I've put on a lot of weight in lockdown, right? Uh, <laughs> how and <bad>? like, <laughs> I, I haven't weighed it, but <laughs> – I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this how much, right? I had to do a day's filming the other day, and uh, it was supposed to be filming in February. Yeah. And uh, I'd given my costume measurements, <laughs> and I went in, and they said, um, "So you said you were thirty six waist?" And I said, "Yeah, but I think I'm probably thirty eight now." So they gave me thirty eight, and I didn't fit thirty eight. <laughs> 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 I've been proper dad eating, so um, so, <laughs> so i put on weight, and now glory There's nothing worse than when your baby daughter stirs on you, and tro- like I've got ju- I've got enough breasts for her to think that there's milk in there. <laughs> So, <laughs> so the other night, she properly started trying to have a go at my nipple because she figured there might be some milk in there. And was there any milk in there? Did she strike gold? <laughs> Well, skin on skin's very important, Josh. They preach that. <laughs> they, they, they preach. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was that back in your day, but skin on skin is essential for bonding, not just for the mother, but also for the father. That's what they say.
0: Yeah. That's what they say so, there's got to be a cut off date. There's got to be a cut off date, though, is not there?
3: There's got, yeah, I don't know when. I'm not going to pick her up from school, Topless. they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quickly. I'll drive you home because you're waiting to
0: do your driving lesson. He's at the yeah. house.
3: <laughs> when she graduates, when she graduates, I'll have the old top round the head.
0: Exactly. You need it just to get your head in the game for A-levels. You know, it's good be a development.
3: <laughs> Piggybacking it to school, skin on skin. <laughs> 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 yeah. But, yeah, so, so like, I'm holding her. I, I hold her in, like, a cradle-type setup, but then there's a critical stage where... I get her, I I let go of her and put her onto the donut pillow that's around me so that I can have both hands free. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah.
0: And that's
3: like that's like the pivot. Because if she doesn't wait when I do that, then I know I'm I'm in for the, a good three hours.
1: A good three hours just yourself at night on your own in a way. It I'm starting to get slightly jealous of your
3: routine. Oh. I've got, like, a routine is... That's that's the thing you crave. As long as you've got some kind of system, then you can kind of get through... You know, it doesn't feel like chaos. So, like, I have two flasks. I have one for my... I have a flask <laughs> for my right hand and a flask for my left, <laughs> just in case. Right? <laughs> You
0: sound like one of them, like, 50 stone men that don't <laughs> move and just get, they've got that little yeah.
3: system around them. Yeah, 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 that's how I feel. I have a flask upon the, for the left hand, flask for the right, in case I, I, I... It depends on what side I've got. So what's in the flask? That's water. And then I've got a, I've got a thermos pint mug of uh, coffee. <laughs> thermos pint mug of coffee. That stays warm for a good hour and a half. Right? <laughs> so that's in front of me. And i have two, two satsumas and a biscuit. Right? <laughs> Two Satsumas and a biscuit, and then and that's me. Then set up. I can get Carrot, to Carrot fi- pint milk. I can get to. <laughs> I can get till five o'clock on that, and then but like. It's only when I know she's entered into deep sleep, like when both of her hands have come up by the side of her head. When, like when she gets into deep sleep, both her arms come up like she's celebrating. And like that's when you know she's deep sleeping. that's when I can go for the, the crinkly wrapper.
0: Yeah, okay. You could be a bit more adventurous.
3: Yeah, because I've done that a bit too early back in the day. No, that's no good. Too I early actually, for the crinkly wrapper.
0: There was a stage where when uh, mine was so small that I could cradle her in my arms still and, and play FIFA. I could get the controller in my hand and while still holding her. And that was a great moment. But then when she got a bit too big for that, it was terrible. But um, that was a
3: great couple of weeks. And you have to temper your celebrations, I bet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I had to turn the vibration off the controller, just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you start getting shot at and your arms go. Going... <laughs> so
1: you go to bed at 7pm and then what happens at 10pm?
3: Jane comes up, Jane comes and gets me because sometimes she'll like, she'll go a bit later, she'll be able to get to half 10 or sometimes a bit like, but she yeah. comes and gets me.
1: So there's this point where you're up both up together and she's passing the baton like a kind of baby relay race.
3: Yeah, that's the transition period, yeah. So so Jane sits with Gloria, and and then I, I get myself set up. The flasks go in first, the satsumas. Then, then while well, the coffee's on the go, then I finish the coffee, come in. Sometimes I'll have a hot meal then. So, like, I'll either have a Pizza Express pizza, which is hot, they're half price at the moment, which is absolute jackpot for me. P- <laughs> pizza <laughs> Express pizza's half price at this stage 8. in my baby's life is absolute jackpot. <laughs> Such an easy thing to eat quick as well. Yeah, and I've got cocky as well. I've started putting a fried egg on the Florentina. They've done a Florentina, <laughs> <a> right? <laughs> Again, perfect timing. So I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll fry an egg and bang it on top of the Fiorentina treat myself.
0: That's nice. And what are you watching the films on? Is it headphones or are you having it loud in the room no, when they're deep asleep?
3: So depending on the film, I'll use subtitles because uh, if it's... An, <laughs> so if you're if watching it, it in silence? If it's got a bit of action. No, no, just like small amount of volume. But like, for example, The Da Vinci Code, there's a lot of exposition. I needed subtitles. <laughs> but like. <laughs> It depends. Like I'm picking my films, kind of to do with like if if there's too many gunshots and stuff, then I won't watch it. Yeah. So like you know that's you know I've been doing quite a bit of like some sports films are good. And <laughs> I like you know you think about like I've been choosing. I think there's a reason I've been watching Tom Hanks films and Kevin Costner films. It's kind of like, like their voices are kind of quite. I think they're quite healthy voices for Glow to be hearing at this stage in a development. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's withagenc ycom ninety-five shipping and handling, subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime.
0: Well, we we were we were at this stage early on where we're like they she just wouldn't go to sleep without being near one of us like this. So we was doing shifts, and I remember once so when I, when we had our first, I was recording Taskmaster, and I was on a tour that I was driving myself to and from. So I remember oh once I, I drove to Cardiff, did a show, drove back from Cardiff, got home at one in the morning, and as I walked through the door, <laughs> Lou just gave me the baby, and when I'm <laughs> going to sleep, I'll take her back at six a.m. And I was just, <laughs> I was just holding this baby. <laughs> and I just thought oh, this is gonna be bad. Yeah. It is
3: absolutely brutal. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I
0: was such that, like, no, but Lou, you know, had, had her all day, and I, and I was like, I've just driven to and back from Cardiff, and I've got to get up in the morning and try and get to a microwave. Without walking, <laughs> because Alex Thorne <laughs> thinks it'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was that PTSD where I just can't even remember that period of my
3: life. <laughs> yeah, it's a blur, isn't it? The, um, I mean, I, I think the key to why I'm enjoying it so much is like, I know it's, I know, lockdown has been tough for a lot of people, but it's been absolute perfect time to have a baby. Yeah. Like, like we didn't plan getting pregnant. It was like a surprise. It was a. I'm not going to yeah. use the word accident. It was a surprise. Yeah, you've already known her nine months, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and so, so like we, you know, and so we found out at the end of January that we were pregnant, and then obviously lockdown and all, everything went mental. Yeah. And um, and it was a perfect time for Jane to be pregnant because she was like furloughed and not having to leave the house. And then, and then lockdown lifted a little bit when she was in her third trimester, and then baby came along and we got into second lockdown. And it's pretty amazing because I don't have to. I, can't, I literally, you know, we can't go anywhere, so we would have been in this lockdown stage anyway. And yeah. crucially, I tell you, one of the one of the big things is people can't come round and visit us. Which, from like every, a few of my friends who've had baby oh. before, have said like that's the real ball ache is when you've barely slept and people turn up and yeah. be like, "Let's see the you've baby, tea and, and all that." Yeah, but we're like on lockdown, so you just kind of go. Oh, it's fine. Drop stuff at the front door and fuck off. <laughs> I want a...
0: dinners. I want movies. <laughs> yeah, 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 I want yeah. presents for the kid, but I don't want you. Get out of my house. But You can't say that, can you?
1: Yeah, you've got these people coming around and they've had a
3: full night's sleep and we're meant to stay up, we're meant to make them tea. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, that's right. But yeah, that's it. Like the naps, if anyone messes with your nap, then it's kind of critical. So it's like that. Yeah, so it's been sweet being on lockdown, really.
0: So what work are you doing? Are you managing to do much work in the day, Tom? Or is it just odd bits Yeah, of I Halloween mean, here and there.
3: Well, well yeah, because I so like obviously I get to bed at five. I'll do yeah, I'll do three hours. Then I'll get to bed five o'clock and sleep till nine, for yeah. like you know, or half, or half eight. Do you fall asleep? Okay. Oh yeah, absolutely, mate. Like a light <laughs> piece of this, and I, I'm next to the changing table as well. So like, so like the setup in our bedroom is like beside me, cut on Jane's side, and changing table on my side. Because like that was like we were kind of planning it out, and we were like, oh, I'll probably be doing the nappy changing, and you'll be doing the feeding. So let's have the side be on your side and the nappy on my side. But, like, the problem with that now is like, I get to bed at five and I get into bed and then Jane's got glow and she's a bit more stirry at that time in the morning. And so I, I, I have a lot of changing action going on next to me when I'm having my sleep. That's, that's the, that's the yeah. only bit where it's a bit tough. That's the drawback.
1: That's a lot of stuff in one room.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, we're like, like, we moved. We're, we're, we're not in our own house at the moment. We're basically... Oh. Where where are you? What's the setup? We we moved in with my mother-in-law in in February for to get through like lockdown in this year, so I'm in Exitime Oh my! In my my mother-in-law's house.
0: How are you so happy?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How how's it been? All right?
0: Like you know, cut the shit. Talk to me. It's been. I'm trying to think who's going to listen to this.
3: It's been intense, but it's been all right. Oh, that's right. what I'd say, and yeah. that's
0: fair though, because yeah. even if you've got the best relationship ever, it's that difference in of opinions, and like it's like anything, isn't it? Everyone's got the same goal of like keep the baby happy and healthy and sleeping and stuff, but you, everyone does stuff in different ways, don't they? And, and, exactly, and it's frustrating. It... Uh, have you tried?
3: You yeah, 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 that's, do, it, that's you it. Think? Yeah.
0: do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, I go to bed at seven for three hours and I'll wait, stay up till five and then go to bed again. So do you think I might have thought this may not be the ideal scenario? <laughs> do you think I'm doing this because it's the second best option? <laughs> <laughs> Mummy!
1: <laughs> but it must be good, though, having that support network there for you and Jane, right? Yeah. Because Rose's mum helped up with our daughter and it... it makes a huge difference
3: you know like when they say that tv chefs don't really do their own cooking they've got like they've got like a home economist who does it all for them really for the cameras that's how i that's that's how i feel like me and jane are like having like the kind of on-camera kind of parenting experience where we're spending all the time with glow but like thalma's just been she does all she's been cooking the meals she's been doing the laundry and it's like that i mean like Fuck like it the Muslims, the amount of Muslims we've been getting through. Where we were expecting, like everyone kept buying us Muslims and we were kinda of like, We get it, okay, thanks. Yeah, we've got quite a lot of Muslims now. And then people kept buying us Muslims <laughs> and like it was like, Okay, yeah, Muslims, <laughs> but fuck me, you need those Muslims. <laughs> like, yeah. <you> get with- <laughs> And like, no, I don't know how I've ever lived my life without muslins. I'm like, why, why do people just wait until babies come along to use muslins? They're fucking amazing. Like, you spill something, bag a muslin on there. You just, like, fucking dribbling. Want to wipe your hands, get a fucking muslin, chuck it away. They're fucking incredible shit. I don't know, I haven't had it all my life. It's like... But it's like, but like, there's a constant stream of muslin washing going yeah. on. So, like, and yeah, Thelma's been so oh, it, 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 it does is, help, it doesn't incredible. it? All
0: that stuff. Then you could just focus on the baby and stuff.
3: Yeah, exactly. But we are operating base. So, look, because we didn't want to intrude on on Thelma's house too much. Like, obviously, we've got our bedroom, and then there's like a there was like a downstairs room that Thelma wasn't using. So we, we we've turned that into like our little den. So that's where that's where I do like. You know, my movie marathons and the Oh marching. right.
0: So you go down so, into that room. So yeah. space
3: is a bit of a premium, like we're operating out of two rooms, really. Oh so what's the plan then, Perry? When are you gonna move out? Oh my god, you sound like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> the plan, <laughs> Whew, bloody hell, I wasn't expecting this from you, Josh. Because um... <laughs>
1: 'cause you're buying a house, aren't you? I mean, having a baby and buying a house in <laughs> lockdown, that must be stressful. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah, we um we had the offer accepted uh, two days before Jane, Jane went into labour. Yeah, and, and we were trying to resist Jane being induced. Jane wanted an, as a natural birth as possible, and she, I mean, like it was a it was a mad time because they 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 kind of put this thing on you where they say monitor the movements of the baby, uh, and if they change, then tell us. And so like. Jane said, oh, the movements have changed. They've softened, but there's still a lot of movements. And they were like, right, we're going to induce you now. And Jane was like, well, no, I'm not I'm not due yet, and I want to wait. And they were like, we're going to induce you. And, and like, everything we'd read said, like, look, they're super keen to induce you. You don't have to do that if you don't want to. So Jane said to the doctor, I don't want to be induced. I'm going to wait. And they effectively said, well, on your head be it kind of thing. Ooh. And we were – so so obviously we were freaking out because – Jane knew she was doing the right thing because she could tell the baby was healthy and she didn't want to induce. But, like, the doctors were really put... It was a weird amount of pressure. So we had this week where Jane had said no to an induction and I was supporting that decision,
0: but, like... <laughs> like it's, a t- it's a tough to not support your wife's decision when you live with her
3: mom. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, on, guys, I
0: know we are discuss this <laughs> stuff. I know it's your house, Selma. Um, I've got a few ideas. Let's sit down and talk.
3: It's your house, it's your body, but I wanna talk, all right? <laughs> it's your house, it's your body, but it's my opinion, all right, <laughs> So, So, like, Jane had a phone call from the hospital saying, from a midwife who said, Look, we really think you should come in for this induction. Jane said, stood, stood her ground and said no, and then put the phone down and burst into tears and was like, oh. literally, like, the emotion was like, what if I'm killing our baby by doing this? Yes. And then, and then my phone went and I answered it. And the estate, it sounds like I'm exaggerating. James was on the bed in tears. My phone went, I answered it. My estate agent went, great news. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, what? The, the offer's been accepted on your house. And I was like, i like, I mean, like it's, it's a lean put it this way, it's a lean year anyway. So like this trying to get this offer on this house is like by hook or by crook anyway. And on some mornings I'm like, Am I gonna be able to afford this? So like that's already a source of stress. He went, Great news, you've got the house. And I was just like, Oh, okay. Oh God, okay. Can I call you back? <laughs> <laughs> so then like so two days later, Jane went, Jane went into Labour, and then we had we had glow. It's only about five days after that. And then someone emailed me saying, we need some papers from you, that I kind of realised bought a house. I'm like, oh, God. oh, yeah, we bought a fucking house, didn't we? It's just like, oh, God. It feels like everyone bought a house in Exeter during lockdown, so an Exeter can't cope. Like, <laughs> Exeter's just like, the people in Exeter are like, oh, my God, we need at least three months to process all of this. It's like, it seems like that was the immediate reaction of, like, 40% of London was like, yeah. oh, this, I'm going to go and live in Exeter. I did. I've never felt more like I'm having a breakdown, like <laughs> literally. And this is from a guy who, who sits awake with two flats and two Satsumas next to him. But like, we got back basically, we got back from we went on honeymoon, spent all our money in January. We spent all our money on honeymoon <laughs> and thinking that's great. Well, don't worry, I've got some work coming up and everything will be fine. So we got back to London absolutely broke. But on the last day of honeymoon, we found out we were pregnant. I was like, ah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. We we have we have just spent all our money, but that's okay. And then and then the pandemic happened, and we just moved flat, so we would moved into a new flat in Crystal Palace. We've been there two months, and then the pandemic happened, and it, all my live work just disappeared. And, ja- and Jane's job went. Jane, they sucked her. So oh, no. Jane had just Jane had just told them that she was pregnant, and and then the pandemic happened, and then they were like, "You're still on probation," and this has happened. So Jane lost her job. All my work oh, disappeared. My God. And we were pregnant, and it was just like, what? What do we do? We thought lockdown was coming. It was like, it was like that time when no one really knew what lockdown was going to be. There was talk. genuinely, yeah. like, Jane was getting text messages saying from a lawyer friend saying, "There's going to be armed, there's going to be tanks on the street." Shit like this, <laughs> we were like, "What the fuck?" So we went to visit. We went to visit James' mom in Exeter for like one final kind of just to see it. Lockdown was about like a week away. They said. And we went to visit Jane's mom for one final time. And, and like on the drive back from Exeter, we got in the car and I said, here's the thing, right? Hypothetically, there is a world where we could move to your mom's house for for, for like this year. And like it started out as an idea. By the time we got out the car, <laughs> we called our landlord and said, like, we, we, get it. we want to get out the flat. And, and like it just it was like this kind of like immediate spur of the moment decision. That I didn't really stop to think about. Then within two days, I driven Jane back to Exeter because I didn't. Again, it was like this thing of her being newly pregnant in London when the pandemic was starting, and it was like, "What? What is this? How dangerous yeah. is this?" And I was like, and so I did feel like I because I i driven to Exeter, <laughs> I drove to Exeter and back like four times in five days, I think, or six days, something like that. And like the final time, it was with a van, and I just loaded all our stuff into the van. And it was the day, and it was the day they announced lockdown. So I announced lockdown and I was leaving London. And I've never (laughs) felt more like, well, like I was in a fucking, like, disaster movie or something. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, it was mental. And then I arrived and it was like, we had this period of, like, are we going to fit in, you know, like, you know, Jane's mom. it's not like she lives in a country estate. It's so funny, the amount of people from London where you go, we've moved to Exeter, and they say, um, God, must be so nice to be in the country. So nice to be in the country. It's like Jane's mom lives in a council estate in Whipton. It's like, but I don't, I, I don't correct people because, like, they for some reason you say to anyone in London, like, "Oh, we, we moved to Exeter for lockdown," they're like, "Oh man, that must be so great, countryside, the coast." It's like I'm looking out the window thinking, "Fuck it, it's not. It's not that, mate." <laughs> It would have been mental trying to do it in, in in London the the position we were in, and so you just think, well, why not? Yeah, and again,
0: it's nice to have the help as well with the baby, like you know, it's like you say, like the first baby and in the middle of lockdown, it's much to be you have that support network, yeah, there for Jane. That's
3: especially. it. Yeah, well, that's it. Because like, because like, my family are all in Wolverhampton, and then Jane's mom's in Exeter, and um, so we would have been, we would have been like properly isolated really in South East London. Like, we have got mates. So is, is Jane
0: doing uh, breastfeeding? Did you say, Tom? Yeah. So Jane's. So what do you do when she's hungry on your shift and you take her up for a breastfeed? What do, what do you do in that time? Do you stay sit with her or do you get asleep? Do you eat? What is that a, Is that a big moment in your shift for you? Yeah,
3: it's quite critical really because you can't sleep because if, if you doze off while the breastfeeding's going on, then it's very hard to get back into the zone afterwards. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I like... I want to preface this by saying this was before the Queen's Gambit came along, which makes me it makes me sound like a real knob. But at the start of lockdown in February, I got really into online chess. Me and my old uni mate used to play online chess, so like we were like, let's let's get back into that. So I've been playing chess all year. So when I'm starting to feel really tired on the night shift, I go on chess.com and you can have these kind of like intense speed games with strangers so sometimes I'll do that so <laughs> last night right, last night I was playing this guy from Argentina and uh, who, who, who's cropped up a few times I think me and him were online at the same time about like no, that's because
2: it,
0: it's
3: daytime there yeah no, that's <laughs> like, he, he, he keeps beating me that's probably why <laughs> So like, if I'm feeling like when I give when I give Gloria to Jane and she's having the feed, I'll probably start a game of speed chess to kind of just keep me sharp until I get her back. <laughs> okay. So like, last night I was at this pivotal moment and my clock was really running down. I was like into my final four minutes. And Gloria woke up and I, I looked at her and I was like, oh no, not now, not like not now, mate. And, and like you, you know, like like obviously she wakes up and then you have this kind of grace period of like three or four minutes where she's just looking around and it's really nice. But it's once the tongue starts, once the tongue starts coming out, that's the sign that she needs food. And it's like, once that happens, you're on a ticking clock. Because it's like, once the tongue comes out, if you don't get to the boob within like four minutes or so, then there's going to be screaming ab So the tongue started coming out and I was just like, oh God. And I did again, like the clock was ticking down on this chess game. The tongue was coming out <laughs> and, and, and she needed a nappy change. It's <laughs> just like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> because like that again like that's the system is like you get her up you change her then you give it to jane we've been operating did you have like a red light we read somewhere nct told us if you have a red light in the room then it feels like the the womb, so, like, she stays calm. So we bought this red lamp. What's so that anyone looking at the house from outside thinks it's a brothel?
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, Tom, I think you should start looking at things that might make you feel calmer. Because at the moment, <laughs> <laughs> this red aquarium you're in, playing chess.
3: I feel like I'm in a David Fincher movie. <laughs> yeah. I think it's good to put your kid
0: first, but, you know, self-care's important as well, Tom. <laughs> That's
3: good advice. That is good advice. <laughs>
0: I'm okay. I've got my flask. i my satsuma. A, i
3: had a thermos point of coffee. You're like an evacuee Send down <laughs> to the papers to get side. Bed at seven. Get out. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it. I'm slightly, I'm slightly weird, like at the moment. It all feels like we've done exactly the right thing. But I think once, the, in fact, the vaccine <laughs> when they announced the vaccine, I was like, oh god, that's going to be the what? end of it because like. Yeah, I'm quite nervous when things go back to normal and I'm in in Exeter. (laughs) I'm like, oh, God, what what have I done?
0: (laughs) What I would say, though, is you're better off being in Exeter with someone that can do the childcare so that you can go out and have days out with Jane when we're allowed to than being in London with no one where you're so near to the fun, but you can't enjoy it. But Exeter is a great place to go out. I love Exeter.
3: Yeah, it's, it's it's. I mean, it. feels amazing. And like it, you know, when when the week before, when when we were waiting for the baby to come, like we were we'd get in the car, drive twenty minutes, and we'd be on on the beach. We'd walk along the beach, pop back home, we'd go to Dartmoor and stuff. And it's like I just think. I mean, you think about a childhood, and I just think we would glow. I just think every weekend it'll be like. We can go to the beach. We can go to yeah. the boards We can be like it, it's a, it's, a, it's an absolutely beautiful place. So I am. I must admit, I'm really excited. I never saw it coming. Like I am. I've been completely blindsided by this whole year. Like mm. if I, were back- I mean,
1: it'd be a bit weird if you did see this year coming.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not. Yeah. Yeah. He just bought. He just sunk all his money into Pfizer in the stock exchange. <laughs> he's just bought a PPE company. What's peeping? <laughs> Um, Well, what we'll do is when we we do a live tour of uh, Lockdown Parenting Hell, we'll do a show in Exeter and you could be our guest, Tom, and then you can take us out on the night out and show us your new land.
3: Yeah, I love
1: that. So since you're the newest parent we've spoken to, Parry, have you got any tips for anyone that's had a baby in lockdown?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it's really interesting, isn't it, Parenting tips? Because ultimately, I mean, I I, I don't want to sound like a a blokey bloke here, but like I, I am really taking my lead off Jane because if Jane's happy, Story is happy, and so it's really interesting because you're I crying was, at Aussie rules football, you know, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> you know, you're you're, doing, you're fine, aren't you? <laughs> it's like you know, that's all that matters, really. Yeah. So it's interesting when you when your mates come through and say like, oh, have you tried this or this or this? You kind of you kind of feed I feed that back to Jane and be like, oh, have we tried like um, what's the swaddling for example, like yeah. Crosby's. Crosby's big on swaddling. Yeah, he bought me a swaddle before Gloria yeah. arrived and was like, ah, swaddling, mate. Swaddling's the way forward. And I, I, so, so I was like, oh, Jane, this is exciting. We can do some swaddling. And Jane was like, mm, not sure about swaddling. And so, like, so, <laughs> so, like, so like, I'm like, oh, yeah." so it kind of ends there, really. And then, like, you know, the other day, I talked to Crosby about, like, my night routine and stuff. And he was like, have you tried that swaddling? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like, I'm like a swaddling again. But, like, I don't, I don't want to get into a bun fight about swaddling, you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: I would say, though, you and Matt Crosby are very different people, so I imagine the children you breed will be very different too. Well, that's you know I mean? it, Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, th- I think, like, parenting advice and relationship advice are the two things that just don't really translate. you just like, yeah. it, it, you know, like, you can't you, – you can see them like, oh, well, well, I did this, and you're like, oh, well, that's good for you, mate. You can – you know, like, that's kind of yeah. like yeah, – so good. so good and, like, Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Like, my, my brother's about to have a baby, and I'm trying to stop myself from giving – Too much because, like you know, you do feel like you do feel like you're in a position to give it, but like you don't. don't Yeah, Yeah, when do
0: you feel like that? When you're holding your both flasks um, (laughs) in the red glow with your biscuits, satsuma and a fried egg on a pizza? Is that the? (laughs)
3: I think I'm absolutely nailing this
0: <laughs> to be fair though I think the key thing is if you're all enjoying it and the baby's happy and healthy then that you are nailing it and you sound a lot different to a lot of my friends that have got a six week old baby so I think you're doing it right sir. thanks
1: buddy. now Rob always likes to ask the same question at the end of each interview Rob
0: Well, yeah, it was more to, you know, is there anything that Jane does, parenting-wise, that frustrates you and annoys you a little bit? But because it's all a bit tense, you can't really bring it up without there being a row. But if you were to mention it on the show and she heard and then changed what she did, because I'm sure she's got things that you do, um, then is there anything you want to get off your chest at
3: the moment? Oh, my God, this is a great idea for a feature. This
0: is... And, you know, it's just a little thing that you just think, oh, I wish she didn't do that. But you can't say or it'll kick off
3: yeah so basically so jane jane loves dogs right and uh I'm, I'm you know i'm not i'm not really a dog person but she loves dogs she stops and talks to dogs in the street all the time and i i, I end up talking to the dog's owner because like she'll be down there talking to the dog <laughs> me and the dog owner are just kind of like <laughs> yeah. how old's <was> yours <laughs> yeah i'm like oh literally that's why i go oh how long you had the dog and they go yeah however long and i go that's great no but when, when Jane is petting a female dog, she'll often use this voice and this intonation. She'll say, good girl, good girl, like that. Good girl, good girl. And she uses that with Gloria sometimes. Uh-huh. So when Gloria burps, she'll say, good girl, good girl. <laughs> and I, in my head, I'm like, she's not a dog. <laughs> but, but, you know, like... <laughs> you don't you, you know, like when the pressure cooker like I, i'll know when i've when i've snapped it'll be when i actually say those words she's not a dog <laughs> <laughs> because, because i've heard that i've heard that phrase and that tone with so many dogs like good girl good girl and so so yeah gloria will like latch on and start feeding and jenna say good girl good girl and, and that's all that's it it's don't talk to our daughter like she's a dog
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is, it's it's like,
3: that's, that's the voice it's
0: so funny whenever we ask people that they were everyone goes oh god i don't know i can't think and then immediately you have one yeah yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> you mentioned it to her no but i think <laughs> i no! do think i do think she's gonna listen to this though good girl good boy I mean, good girl good girl did she, did she ever <laughs> say good boy to you Goodbye. Good no. It's getting a bit too personal now, Rob. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Yeah.
0: Wait till you move out the mother-in-laws. I ask that we might have to get Jane on just to see the other side of this. And the, the interview could start with, yeah, I'm a bit worried about him.
3: <laughs> yeah. Is this an intervention? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Tom. That was brilliant. So fun. Oh, cheers, gents. What
1: a cheers, pleasure. mate. Thanks, Bye. mate. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, See you next time. uh, See you on Tuesday. Bye Bye. Cheers. Bye.